What's up, whores? Welcome back to Wine Night. Sometimes I'm drinking wine. Most of the time, I'm just whining. Um, I don't know if we're going to keep that as the intro, because that sounded very scripted. And I wasn't reading it off of anything, but it did seem kind of scripted. And it was, I don't know, it just sounded kind of annoying. So we'll see if we're going to keep that in. We are on episode three. Can you believe it? I can't. Um, We almost, we, why am I using we's? How, like, last week's it was, uh, anyways, this week it's we this, we that. But, no, we're not gonna start. I hate, my filler words are awful. I have, I really do have a problem with them. Um, no, I didn't know if I was gonna record this week. And then Cole reminded me, he was like, hey, tomorrow's Sunday, new podcast episode. And I was like, yeah. Yikes. So, um, I thought I was gonna be recording this at home. But I came to my grandmother's for the weekend because I've had a dog shit awful week. Like if you guys remember last week's episode, I was just feeling like crap. That was just the beginning of it. Um, The week just got worse and worse and worse and I'm feeling better now. But I came to my grandmother's just to like kick back a little bit. Kick back. I have never actually said kick back in my life. Like, not even ironically. Like, that was the first time. Anyways. Oh, (laughs) there we go again. Um, But yeah, so I came to my grandmother's and I was supposed to leave at 10 a.m. this morning. It is now like 12.30. And they had no more tickets. So I'm still here. Um, I'm going to be taking a later train at 4, which means I get home around 8. And by the time I get home and, like, change my bed sheets and, like, take a bath and, like, unpack and all that crap it's just gonna have been like a hot minute and I probably will not be in the mood to record the podcast and upload it and all that so I'm being responsible and recording it now because I didn't do it yesterday so yeah what's up guys what's up guys how are you um hopefully your week was much better than mine uh the weather here it was foggy this morning now it's sunny I'm back to recording it on the voice memo thing on my laptop because then I can see how many minutes in I am talking because um, I got shit from Cole for saying that he gave me shit for the time. So I was still getting shit from Cole. So I'm still going to call you out on the freaking podcast. Um, yeah. So basically... I had a really, really bad week. Sunday night, so I recorded it Sunday morning, right? Sunday night, I ended up in the ER. I had god-awful pains, like menstruation pains. I ended up in the ER. Um, Turns out I was having a panic attack, which I didn't realize at the time. I figured it out when I was speaking to my therapist on Thursday. But I was in the ER, and it was just hell. I spent mm, from like 2 a.m., to like 7 a.m. Monday morning in the ER and then I just didn't go to class I was so dead tired I just went home and went to sleep um went to school later that day to paint and all that because we are working on a project and I did want to get like a jump start on that so went to the ER and then later that night I had to go to the gynecologist 
because I was losing a shit ton of blood. Like, I'm extremely anemic. My blood levels are my blood. My hemoglobin levels, which are the red blood cells that are taking oxygen to parts of your, like, body and to the cells and taking away the carbon dioxide, which is the toxin produced by your cells. Fun fact. hey um, Out of your body. And I have really, really low amounts. It was, like, 8 and... The healthy amount would be like 12, in between 12 and 14. So just, you know, not not doing okay. I was just really, really weak. Went to the gyno, and the gyno had to pull out the IUD that I had put in a couple years ago. And he said, this is the reason. So, we're healing from that. Um, Yeah. Birth control is weird. Um... Basically, I don't know, this this was a weird segue into it. I wasn't even going to talk about birth control. But a lot, 50% of the population needs it to some degree. Okay, all 100% of the population needs birth control. But, you know, there are condoms, obviously. But then girls want to also feel extra safe, if that makes sense. And sometimes hormones aren't always the best option. So I was trying to avoid taking, you know, the birth control pill. And so I got an IUD put in in Spain two years ago. And my doctor, my gynecologist now, he got like, he was like, who the hell, who the hell did this to you? Who put this in you? And I was like, a doctor in Spain? And he was like, what an idiot. Like, if you didn't have three kids, I wouldn't have given it to you. And he's he said it's not because of like trying to control women's bodies and all that. But in case I wanted kids later on in life, like it just kind of fucks up your system and everything. And then he put me on birth control. Because I was bleeding too much, right? TMI, I know, but it's a girl's podcast, so that's life. You know what's TMI? When I hear some shit about guys. So, you know what? You you live and you... I don't know what that expression is. You live and you live with it? Anyways. Um, but yeah, so I was trying to avoid birth control. Still ended up on birth control. Deuces. Yeah, so if you're anemic... Uh, I feel ya. I feel ya. I've been really, really weak and like, um, couldn't really eat all week long. I just wasn't feeling it. My stomach was killing me. And then when I was in therapy on Thursday, I found out it wasn't actual any pains. It was my anxiety, which is, you know, hey, yo, cause my psychiatrist took me off of my anxiety pills two weeks ago and I have been suffering like high key had a couple mental breakdowns um kind of got in an argument with my mom she ended up saying fuck you to me i blocked her and uh had another mental breakdown over that then had another breakdown when i called like unblocked her two days later and called her um so it's just it's just been hell man like i've been going through it and she's like is it because you're not on your meds i was like offensive but yeah I guess I don't know and when I went to therapy like the therapist can't actually like she can't prescribe me any drugs and she can't give me advice on any of the drugs that I'm taking so she was just like um get some lavender tea so I've been sipping on that it's bitter so I've been putting lemon juice and like actual lemons you know and honey in it but it you know and it's fine it, it tastes all right and it's like I guess it's relaxing but it's it's nothing like some nice little Xanax, you know, even though I'm not on Xanax, I'm on a different thing, but it's the equivalent, you know, you get my point. So I guess therapy is just not something you fuck around with. And 
the weirdest part for me was even though I'm like mentally like I'm really okay I'm probably at my strongest mentally emotionally it's just been a really hard week I had both of the kittens die um so emotionally I've been kind of shit mentally I've been feeling really okay and like really strong in like school and everything I've been doing but physically my body decides to freak out which is weird because you know I'm not like drinking excessively like I'll go out a couple nights a month or something and then I'll go out and drink with my friends or whatever but it's not like you know I'm drinking every day I am not smoking whether that is cigarettes or weed like I'm not doing like non-prescription like I'm having my prescription drugs that I'm supposed to take from my doctor and that's it I am not taking other things which is insane for me because I had these issues when I was in Spain too and I was smoking pot like it was water well I know you don't smoke water but you get my idea you know how people drink water that was me with weed I was just smoking an extreme amount I would say you know it was probably it was like, you know, with that first year of college and you're like, I'm just going to go crazy. That was me because I was a good kid up until then. And I guess I just kind of had a mood or whatever. There's no excuse for it. It's just what I did. Um, but for me, the biggest shock was I'm not doing anything and I'm actually like taking care of myself and my body and I'm cutting out toxicity and all this stuff. And I'm still, I still felt like crap and I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with me and... It's not easy. My therapist is really chill, though. I really like her. She's really nice. She calls me kitten, which I think is really sweet. I think, I don't know. It's like paying to have a friend, and I can actually trust it. You know, because, like, no offense. I love my friends, but everybody, everybody's selfish, and all they care about is themselves, and it's that's never going to change, and that's fine. I'm not, like, hung up on it. You know, but it was a very tough thing for me growing up because I always wanted like a true friend, you know, somebody who would actually just be there for me. And I do have like Andrea, she's incredible and everything. And she's been there for me throughout everything. And we've barely had like actual fights. We've had maybe a couple of like times we weren't talking and that was because of outside factors in our lives. And then, you know, the little squabbles you have, squabbles, squabble, squabbles. Is it squabbles or squabbles? Squabble. That doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Um, but the, the little fights that we had as kids, you know, over Barbie dolls or crap like that. But she's she's been the one who's like, I know she's always been my friend and all that stuff. But besides that, I've had people who, for whatever reason, I understand they're going through their own shit, but they, they don't see me completely. And it, it's hurt, you know, for me to put myself out there completely and to not have that reciprocated so I've kind of shut myself down to the idea of actually ever having a real friend like a real real friend and that's not a diss on my like friends you know I'm not like dissing you guys or something but just it's hard you know and my therapist is like a paid friend if that makes sense <laughs> you know I just like I go to talk to her and she, she supports me and she asks me questions and like, I understand that's her job, and I'm paying her to do that, but it's it's nice, you know? It's it's nice to know that I have I have that, and um, I don't know. It, it just seems a little bit less, like, strings attached, and I know she doesn't have, like, any of her own intentions of where she wants our relationship to go or something. Like, she's just there to support me. So, yeah. 
Enough about my therapist. Okay, let's segue this into, speaking of friends, let's segue it back into my roommate. I think I speak about my roommate every episode. It was like, if you guys listen to um, uh, Cody Co. or Noel Miller to their podcast, you should really listen to it. This is not sponsored by them, but I love them. They're, they are what have inspired me to do my own podcast. Um, but you have Tiny Meat Gang or Insanely Chill with Cody Co. And there was this thing where... Cody talked about Jake Paul in every episode. That's me about my roommate. It's like my roommate will show up in every episode just because I'm living with her and we're dealing with each other. And it's like we get along great. But like when something pisses us off about the apartment, whether it's dishes or mopping or whatever the hell, we just passive aggressively text each other. We're in the same house and we'll text each other. Like we won't get up to go speak to each other, which I don't understand. I mean, like I don't get up because I don't want to go bother her. I don't know why she's not getting up. Like it's just weird. But um, that's the thing. Are you are you passive aggressively texting your roommate about things instead of like confronting them? Maybe neither of us want to like confront each other. Maybe we don't like confrontation. Like that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Speaking of confrontation, I swear to God, I'm going to implode when it comes to like my art professor. Um. So because I've had this shitty ass week and I haven't really been able to get to class like uh, super early in the morning, um, I haven't caught my professor like the first couple of days when we're uh, being told what our assignments and our themes are for that week of what we need to be painting, what we need to be doing. And so, you know, we are friends, we as in like us, the art students, are Facebook friends with our professors in order to be able to contact them, etc. And every time I send this lady a message, she leaves me on scene. And it drives me insane. Like one time she told me, she goes, oh, I didn't reply because I felt like it was too late to reply. And it's like, whatever you have, like, that's how you deal with it. And I was like, okay, but do you know how, how rude, how entitled do you have to be? To just not reply to someone. Can you just be like, hey, because what my questions are usually, what what pisses me off is my question was something along the lines of, hey, I just got to school. I've been really sick. I was in the ER last night, so I got to school later. Are you still in the building? If so, I would really appreciate if I could see you. Scene. Red. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, all I wanted... All I wanted was a, yes, I'm in the building, but I'm busy. Or yes, you can see me at this time. Or no, I'm no longer in the building, which would have also been fine. But it's it's called communication. And it's called, you know, not being, having your head so far up your ass or whatever that expression is where you think that you're so incredible that you can't like, no offense, full offense, actually, professors are nothing without their students. So I, I don't get the sense of entitlement of I'm better than you or something like that, which it's just insane to me, you know, especially like we we are asking for your help as mentors. It's like, trust me, I, I don't I don't care. I do not give a shit what anybody thinks. But I'm here for a stupid little piece of paper that says diploma, bachelor's of fine arts painting or whatever I need that little dumbass piece of paper which means I need to kiss the asses of all the professors who are going to affect me getting that diploma diploma di- diploma 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 or not you know 
So it, it's just, it's it's bureaucracy and it's insane. Like you think the school system is the same everywhere, whether it's in the States, whether it's in Europe, everywhere, it's the fucking same. It's kiss this person's ass so you can get that grade. Like very, very, very few times is it actually that it's um based off of your work or like the effort that you put in you know a lot of the times and this this you know what this is in a way it's good because in the real world it's the same way a lot of the times it's not your effort it's also who you know it's like I don't know if let's say 50 to 60 percent effort 20 percent who you know and 20% being in the right place at the right time like it's because there's a lot of really talented people in the world and if you think about it they are not in the places they should be because they don't know the right people uh, I mean it's the same thing when I was in high school and I wanted to do theater or there were other people who wanted to do theater but they weren't in the like drama department theater they weren't the weird theater kids who where, you know, with Mr. Buzzwell and all that crap. Like, if you go to Macintosh, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Mr. Buzzwell was the drama teacher. Or uh, Miss Potter, she was the chorus teacher, right? If you didn't weren't in one of their classes, um, you didn't have an in with them, then you weren't getting in to the plays or the musicals or productions or any of that shit because it's, uh, God, I, I'm, the word is not coming to me right now. Uh, fuck. If you know the word, please tell me. Um, do you know what, you know what I mean? When? Oh my god, it's gone. It's gone. My mind is completely black, blank. My mind is completely blank, blank. I like have eighty different accents as well. Like every different word I say is a different like accent, which is insanely weird. But whatever. Um. Yeah, so if you basically, you know, um, God, I can't believe I'm so hung up on this. Be it's not bureaucracy. There's another fucking word for it, but it's not coming to mind right now. Anyways, um, what else? Oh, right, so I come back and I accidentally spilled tea all over my grandmother's couch, which I... Sorry about that. My grandmother came in to announce me that she's going to go meet someone. And if afterwards, I want to go walk to get bread with her, which I will do. Um, but yeah, speaking of my grandmother. So I did, I did spill, spill, spill I cannot speak today. I spilled uh, tea on her couch. And uh, it's the same couch that apparently she told me. She goes, oh, you know what? It's fine. It's just another memory from you. Remember when you were like four or five and you like cut it up with scissors? And then she showed me where I cut the couch with scissors when I was a kid. So I've just, you know, been fucking up her couch since she got it. And she goes, you know, it's just memories of, you know, you was a kid, you was a 21-year-old. And then I'm like, okay, I got up to go into uh, the back room, which is like my bedroom here at my grandmother's to record this podcast and I knocked over a little bucket of popcorn all over her shag carpet and she goes what'd you do again and I was like just don't turn around just don't turn around which she turned around of course and she was like aha so you you did something again which whatever I cleaned it up it's fine but 
it is what it is. I am a huge klutz. I knock things over. Today was just not my day. Um, no more train tickets, knocking over tea. It's just it's just been a bad week. And then I was feeling like I was like, it's Mercury retrograde or whatever. And then I see on Twitter that's that's not until next week or something. I don't even fucking know. But yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap this podcast up. I think uh, a good 20 minutes is good. I mean, we're still in the beginning, and I still don't really have the big topics to talk about. So yeah, at least this time I know how far I've been recording compared to before. Um, yeah. So um, there was this, there was blah, <laughs> there was a way I was supposed to outro this, and um, I'm not really sure what it was, but that's showbiz, babe. <laughs>